but do you have any of the uh like the google home smart speakers or anything uh i have the um the uh Light bulbs. That's what that was. <laughs> the well, light bulbs. <laughs> what are you in the like the eighteen fifties using a well, lantern? Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> Did it? We look brighter, much brighter. Uh, we look different. And I, 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 oof, I am, I'm hesitant to say better. We are certainly better lit. Oh no, definitely not better. If better you can just see all the bad stuff now. Right, we have better lighting. That's really about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Um, can't see my mouth as much anymore, so that's a problem. Did you know that we have more seasons than Luke Cage? Is that a good thing? <sighs> that's upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I know. I never saw Luke Cage. Of course you didn't. So welcome everybody to season three. Thanks for joining us. Season three. Uh, as we hinted at uh, last end of last season, we're mixing things up for season three, and we're going back to our roots, which, like the mighty tree of life, run deep into the earth and ground us. We're talking about nerd shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just a bunch of nerds. So our new format we're going to try this season is we're going to try to give you two episodes, two. Dose. Not one, but two. Two episodes. Episodes a week. Um where the uh, first episode is always going to be a, a shorter news segment where we're going to discuss all the prescient news um, from the previous week or so in gaming and tech. Talk about that, give you some of the the info, the 411, the deets, the dilio. And then uh, the second episode of that week will be a deeper dive into one of those topics. So uh, expect news. Expect things, news, and such. So. All of the news, the headlines that you may have not heard about or ones that you may have, we're going to be talking about them. So if you're paying a little bit of attention, you've checked a calendar, you've checked the timestamp, this is episode one of two for the week. On to this week's headlines. Oh, yes. Lay it on me. This week in tech news. Did you know that Google had an event recently? I, I heard something about it because Tyler was orgasming over it as it happened. <laughs> I, I I may have heard whispers. Uh, I may have placed a pre, uh, pre-order. Tyler whispers reminded me every single day that Google is having an event do you later know what, on this week. Do you know what he pre-ordered? Yes, I Hold do. On. Okay, I don't know, so I'm going to guess this. Did you pre-order the new Chromecast? <laughs> No. Solid guess, though. How about... Oh, did you did you pre-order the Pixel 5? I did. Ah. Mm-hmm. I'll okay. tell you why. Nope, you don't need to. Okay. So... <laughs> nope, don't tell me, actually. <laughs> no, so save that. Save that right. when, we, when we talk about it. So, right. uh, so Google, as September and October are some of my favorite tech months because of all the announcements that are coming out. We've Tons seen, of them. Uh, you know, th- this is usually when we see Apple come out with stuff, Google, NVIDIA, uh, AMD... Uh, all the big companies are, are releasing all their crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Google's was uh, filled with stuff that's some good, some not so good. Um, I'll start with some of the smaller stuff. So play movies and TV. Mm-hmm. Sorry for everybody. That's going away. It no longer exists. I'm it's being, really broken up about it. Yes. Yeah. It's being merged Did into. Did you even know that that was a thing? I knew it was a thing for like the one or two times I was like on the road and needed something I, and went in and found an episode. Yeah, I knew play movies was a thing. I did not know play TV was a thing. Yeah. So play movies and TV is now becoming Google TV. It's it's oh, Google. So they're rebranding it. Yeah, they're basically. trying to go the way of what Amazon's doing with Prime Fire TV Cube. and all that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Makes which, sense. Which by the way, got a new one that's Alexa activated. The Fire Stick? No, Cube. Oh, the Cube. Okay. 
turn on the TV with your voice, change the channel, change the volume. That's kind of cool, actually. Nice. So now I can take my laziness to a whole new level. We're going to get that out of the way. So let's play movies and TVs becoming Google TV. That's going to yeah. become their thing. Mm-hmm. The other one was Chromecast is Brand new. new. One. It has a remote now, so you no longer have to control it with your phone. So thank God. So this one I'm actually personally a little excited for. So, yeah, we I didn't pre-order it because it's not worth pre-ordering. I'll just wait till stores have stock. I'm going to buy one. Um, cause I love me some Chromecast. I, I am, I'm knee deep in the Google ecosystem. Uh, I'm totally going to buy one once I can just go to a store. Why? But what about the new one makes you more excited than an existing one? It's easier. There's mm-hmm. an interface. The UI is way friendlier. Um, so like when, when we're not mid pandemic, I'll bring people over, invite people over, whatever. Uh, trying to navigate a Chromecast is a bit of a nightmare. So if I can just go and load up like Spotify and control it with a remote and not worry about whose phone is connected to it. Perfect. Also, the new Google TV will support profile switching. So if you have someone logged into YouTube, like, so like in this instance, so say Ryan has his YouTube profile with his recommendations, his subscriptions and all that, he can switch to his. When, when I sit down to watch, I can just switch to mine and get all of mine. Right. You cannot do that on right. any Android TV right now, which is a nightmare. So they're right. trying to go away the way of you know, what Amazon's doing and actually have a functional UI in their product. Right. right. I will say for what the Chromecasts were, they were they revolutionized the game. Yeah, I mean, I use one for my classroom, which is great because it's in my TV in my classroom, so mm-hmm. I can cast stuff to it. Right. My my build, big problem with this one still that it's not Stadia enabled unless you so dumb finagle it, sideload it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you basically they they don't stop you from doing it, but they don't support you doing it at all. Right. Which, I mean, whatever. Yeah, you but know. you think with with as as behind as Google was in the game of with Stadia, you'd think they do a little more in terms of trying to get it to connect and get it out there because I, I still couldn't tell you. Do you know anybody with a Stadia? No. Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. And you, so you think they'd try to do a little more to try to push that product, and this would have been a huge help. Yeah, they agreed. They, uh, as part of the um, their announcement, they had Dashy as the guy, like, oh, yeah, promoting it. <laughs> That's you right. Got, you got um, uh, what do they call it now? Immortals or Immortals: Phoenix Rising? Mm-hmm. They called it Gods and Monsters, which I think was a way cooler. Name. Oh yeah, the new the uh, new game. If you sign up, you get a demo of that. So they're trying to persuade people that way. Um, yeah, no, the Chromecast is cool. It is mind blowing. They don't have Stadia support on that yet, which is so stupid. No, and it's it's interesting because you know, and and looking at it, I believe they said that as of between what did it release November last year. Uh, I think so. The no, between November and April, they sold 100,000 copies. That's because nobody's buying it. Right. It doesn't and, make and any sense. So if they want it, so it makes me think one of two things. Either they don't want to waste the time developing the technology to put it into Chromecast yet because it's not popular enough, or they're going to get rid of it at some point. They're just not seeing enough use of it and saying, eh, not but worth they're, they're Would they be dumb enough to get rid of it for that? Because they they haven't done much to support it aside from saying, hey, check it out. Right. Like, it's not on any of their hardware. It's a pain in the ass to put on the hardware to actually try it out and use it. So, like, is it fair of them to take this thing that they've put so much work and effort into, so many people's jobs have revolved around it, and just yank it because they didn't do a good job promoting it? That's the Google know. graveyard. They do that all the, <laughs> all the time. time. Do they do that all the <laughs> they're time? All the, they're notorious for it. Are they? They yeah. love to cut bait. God damn. All right. Yeah. Well, hopefully they don't do yeah. that because the it, idea behind it is great. So 
I can say everything you just said, apply that to Google Music, and still wonder why the fuck did they kill Google Music? <laughs> yeah. You like, people use people were mad when that got pulled away. You were mad when it got pulled away. I'm still mad. YouTube I know you blows. are. <laughs> I don't mind it, but I started with it. I never had Google Play Music. So you're going to you're gonna buy it. So what's the price point? Is it going to be 50 Uh The Chromecast, 50. I thought it was 50 yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I think is a fair price for what you're getting, oh, sure. personally. Yeah, and it's going to be 4K enabled. Mm-hmm. So, yep. great. As long as your TV supports it. And so, so good. So the next, the next thing that they released is that they they're putting Group Watch into Duo. What is Group Watch again? Yeah. Group Watch is basically when you can invite people into your group to watch something together. So basically, sharing and sort of doing a group movie watch gotcha. and that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, a little behind on that one, probably by about seven months. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Facebook's been doing that for a long. A time. A lot of people initially it was like just some random little services online, and then. Then like Netflix and Facebook. It became super popular all yeah. of a sudden. Well, because we can't fucking go anywhere. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. You can't come over and watch movies now, so right. we're just gonna watch them together. Yeah, that's pretty online. solid. Like Google, right. yeah, do we know what services offhand are supported in that? Mm, I don't. I didn't even know no. what it was. Not no. yet. All right. Um so and then the big ones were the Pixel Five. Um the and official release the, or the announcement. Uh what was the other one? The uh the four A five G. Four A five G. Um, so the 4A 5G I'm excited about because it is affordable 5G. It looks looks good. Uh, it's only 500 bucks, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's going to be a good pairing with it. My my worry is that I'm I'm hoping the Pixel 5 fixes some of the previous issues with the Pixel because the Pixel series has been very up and down in terms of the quality of those phones. Um, a lot of people were pissed when the what was it the four that removed the fingerprint. Yep. yep. I, I remember Tyler, you were telling me uh, a bit about because uh, you you're in like a lot of the blogs, the forums, and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of mixed reviews on the Pixel Five because some people like like I know that you were saying that you love it for the things that it's bringing, but a lot of people don't like it because it didn't bring new things like the processors the same. I remember you mentioned that. Uh, and there was a couple other things that, that didn't change that people were expecting to change. Yeah, a lot of people are... Like, it. It's interesting because had Samsung not released their S20 FE like a month ago, um, people probably wouldn't be as up in arms. But at the same price point, Samsung has a bigger phone and a better processor and a lot of similar other fee. I think they have a higher refresh rate on their screen. Right. Um, the Pixel 5 having the up to a 90 hertz refresh rate. Um, the fingerprint scanner on the back. Yep. Uh, IP68 water resistance, 128 gigs of internal storage, no expandable. The S20 does have an expandable storage slot. Um, wireless charging on the uh, uh, Pixel 5, which is interesting because the Pixel 5 has an aluminum body and they made it work with wireless charging because they cut a hole in it Filled it with resin and painted over it. <laughs> right. Because with an, a, full, a full aluminum body, you can't have wireless can't charging. Do it. Um, so they made it work that way. Yeah, because I think the, the new Samsung has the the 865 Snapdragon, right? And so the Pixel 5 is going to be the 765. It's like the 765G or something. Right. Um, and the other thing that they're doing is they're getting rid of that the failed you know, sort of face ID and the solely uh, uh, radar. The gestures. Which is the gestures because that didn't, and no one cared because they were fucking stupid anyways. Right. Yeah, I can tell you that, so I have the, the Note 10 right now. The pen has gestures on it, right? Did you know that? I did. Yeah, it's dumb. 
I don't use them. No I, one. As soon as I found out I could do it, I tried it a couple of times. I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. Never used it yeah. again. You feel like Harry Potter for 10 minutes and you stop. That's right. it. Yeah. That's really it. Didn't they, not not necessarily like a huge game-breaking news, but didn't they change the name of one of the, there was something that, uh, one of the things that you can change doing the profile picture editing, they changed the name they, specifically because of social media climate. They yes, they like the the photo retouching. Have you heard about this, Greg? Where no. they where they're changing the name of like the so like the photo filters you can do in the camera. Where they had like perfection or beautify. They're doing it to yeah. be like it just says subtle or retouching or airbrushing or, or something enhance, like right? Enhance, <laughs> exactly. but they're doing it less to be like it's not making it perfect. It's right. just changing it because. It makes sense. I think. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, ah, I forget who else is on board. I think Instagram is on board of changing it as well. Like other Snapchat people, Snapchat too. Yeah, it was. I think it was Snapchat and yeah. Google. Like, hey, we're just going to change what this says, make it more obvious that it's on. Right. Which is cool. So that was Google's <laughs> event in a nutshell. So that was all the fun stuff that was there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Our next headline is NFL stadiums that are using drones to stop the spread of COVID. And so this, uh, you know, what I was looking at featured two stadiums: the Falcons and the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who are well known for their winning ways and their forward thinkingness and their ability to sustain excellence mm-hmm. um, are using drones. Now, the Falcons are using a disinfecting drone uh, with a liquid or substance, whereas the Panthers are using an IV. IV. UV. <laughs> UV. It's just some guy sitting in a stadium. Just, <laughs> You're in the stadium dragged just around. shooting syringes at you, just being like, You're okay, guy. It's going to be fine. Morphine. Anyway. <laughs> morphine. I've done guy, that. Guy just darts a fucking IV drip into your arm. <laughs> so I was curious. The the Falcons were using disinfecting drones, um, and I was curious, like, what are these drones? And and they're called the Lucid Drone. They're made by <laughs> Lucid Drone Tech. That's not um, goes with the morphine. And they, you know, uh, you know, getting the their website says getting our country back on its feet requires an all hands on deck approach. And so I was like, okay, this is cool. They got, you know, electrostatic nozzles on board tank. $3,000 a month per unit to rent. Holy shit. (laughs) All hands on deck, as long as you're paying us an absurd (laughs) amount of money. I mean, I'm wondering if they probably got like 10 of these things. So they're paying $30,000, unless they just bought them outright or are... Are you kidding me? They cut a deal on these. Have some partnership. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So that's what um, the Falcons are using. And the Panthers are using what's known as the Light Strike Germ Zapping Robot from Xenex Disinfection (laughs) Services. You know what? Suddenly... I like the Lucid Drone name way better. (laughs) It's got a way better name. Rolls off the tongue quite a bit better. I just like that there was probably somebody in that meeting. It's just, what should we call it? Light Strike. Why? Zaps germs. (laughs) What the? Okay, fine. (laughs) Hey, that's a robot. All right. Yeah, so their their whole thing is about um, using uh, UV to to wipe out germs. And... um, they they recently in September this robot won the 2020 Global Healthcare Room Disinfection Devices Company of the Year award which i want to be the guy that gives that award like does he have a Jesus. test room where he's like ah oh it's so clean nice. so as, as a consumer of football does stadiums doing stuff like this make you any more comfortable about the potential of going and seeing live sports no not at all like I mean, it doesn't i don't like so i just like the fact that um, so that the drone spraying, like, it's fine. It's going to, I assume it's going to spray it before and after it makes it real tough. Like, are you going to hit me with air- while I'm sitting there? Like aerosol. No, sanitizer? it's before and after. 
Right. There's no UV rays hitting me right in the face while I'm watching the game. Dang right, it. Like, I don't... As, I could get a tan on. As someone, like, if you go to the game, that's not... It's the other people that are there at the time. They could tell me that I'm going to be met by a valet who's going to park my car, put me in a bubble, carry me to my seat, and I get my own individual spot, and I still wouldn't be comfortable going back. No, I mean, it's cool to see that they're taking... In, they're making a, a, a solid effort to keep the stadiums clean, uh, and disinfect the stadiums, but I'm not going to be going back to a live sporting event anytime so, soon. I feel like, and I could be wrong, but the uh, so the Falcons ones, they're they're sanitizing the seats, flying over, and all that. Um, the the Panthers drone, the the light strikes germ zapping robot. Um, that one seems like it's just sanitizing between when like facility, like when faculty and like players and everyone are there. That makes more sense. It can kind of just roam the halls, zapping germs, yeah, just and doing that. Blast the hallways. Right, between when people are there. That makes more sense than the drone. Yeah, it's for facilities and equipment, because the robot itself basically can just move back and forth and just wipe out stuff on uniforms. So you can hang the uniforms and the equipment up, and they can go through. So that's keeping the players healthy. That one makes way more sense than these. Well, the thing is, though, I believe that the Falcons are doing it because Georgia's starting to move into a phase where they're allowing people back in the stadium. Whereas, um, you know, the so that's why they're focused on that. So, which is fair. I mean, if that's what you're trying to do, yep. then yeah, so you want to make sure. You're with doing regards it right. to protecting the players, I think that's absolutely fair. That if they have to go back and play, that you have stuff like this that does, you know, protect protect them. it. Um, it'll never wipe the shame from Ben Roethlisberger's uniform. No, so. no, never. All right, and so our our next headline is that Amazon has just released information about its Prime Day specials. Prime Day starts on October 13th, but as with all good things like Black Friday and stuff, everything starts pretty much the day that they are announced. Mm -hmm. uh, what Amazon's doing that's really cool is that it's giving $10 little bonuses here and there to current Prime members uh, for things at Whole Foods and... Um, and if you, you know, if you spend $10 with small businesses, you get $10 on Prime Days. Oh, nice. So I was looking at some of the deals, and uh, you know, as is tradition with Amazon, a lot of their deals center around their products. Of course. Um, and so, you know, generally you don't see a lot of the deeper dive deals, which I will explain a little bit how you can do that. Mm -hmm. But so the first yes. thing that they have is they have two Echo Dots. Mm -hmm. For thirty nine ninety eight with the code dot prime two pk, so dot prime two pack, perfect. So I get it. I get it. Twenty bucks each. Uh, basically, in order to invade your home, you need to get them quicker and cheaper. So if you buy four of them for eighty bucks, you can have an Amazon robot in every room. Right. So then, so then you can even have your echoes just control one of these bad boys. <laughs> yeah, they can do this. Each one will have no, their own. This is a Google thing. Yeah, but it's the light though. Sorry, yeah, it's one of these bad boys. <laughs> so, I don't really use the Echo Dot. I, I'm again, I'm going with the Nest. But if you do like dots, two for forty. Yeah, yeah. It depends on if you're a Google or Amazon ecosystem kind of person. Amazon's cool, but I'm I'm a Google man. But the, I don't uh, really care either way. The other deal is the uh, Fire TV recast over the air DVR is on sale for one hundred and thirty dollars, and it's normally. $230. That's quite a I savings. believe it's a 500 gigabyte storage capacity, but you can, if you want to go up to another tier, pay 50 bucks more for the bigger one. What is that? <laughs> just a DVR, just record shows and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yep, it lets you watch uh, and record over the air TV at home. Uh, Dope. With the Fire TV or the Echo Show or with mobile devices or that kind of thing. I don't have my cable um, box plugged in. <laughs> True. Uh, 
They uh, also Rick and Morty every season is ten dollars each per, per season. So if you want to watch Rick and Morty and you don't have what is it HBO that it's on now or HBO the internet, account. I think it's yeah. HBO Max. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're sticking with legitimate options <laughs> of watching like we all do all of the time. Yep. Yeah, of course. Yep. But I watch it on the internet. It's legit, though. You have an Insignia 50-inch 4K Fire TV edition on sale for $250. That's you actually save a pretty good deal. That's pretty well, fun. the fact that its original retail price was $350 makes me go, mm. however, buying was TVs is not like it was 10 years ago. So. Right. Plus, this one was probably built specifically for this event. Yep. So. I mean, I'll take a 50-inch 4K for 250 I have a 55-inch, yeah. same thing. Nice. The, I got it for the same deal. <laughs> the one I'm excited about is the Sony, the w, WFXB 700 wireless earbuds that are $130 normally, but they're just $78 on Amazon and Best Buy right now. Wow, that's almost 50% off. So if you look at, again, wireless earbuds are plentiful. I mean, I have the... They are a dime a dozen these um, days. Yeah. <laughs> Good ones are hard. Good good ones are hard to good find. For hard to find. I have the beats. Yeah. I have the beats ones, um, and so there. Every review has said that these Sony's hold up incredibly well, and and having the wireless Sony headphones that I do, um, you know, I can safely say that these will probably be badass. So if you want inexpensive wireless earbuds for seventy eight bucks, solid choice. I recommend those. So when it comes to and those are the big the big ones, I. I always say that when it comes to deal days, especially now, be careful. You know, ahead of time, mm-hmm. comparison shop. Mm. Uh, even use third-party uh, price trackers like Wire Cutter and Camel Camel Camel. Camel 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 can be hit or miss with keep work with Amazon. Keep an eye on when the timelines are because Amazon can be tricky when they'll upload a new page of the item. So for those of you who don't know, Camel 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 will track a, the pricing through the lifetime of the item. And let you know if it's a good price on like his- historically, it's a bad price. Kind of where everything tracks. What they've done to kind of help sidestep that is it might just be like, oh, it was only launched three months ago and it was at two hundred dollars. Now it's at fifty. What a good deal! Doesn't necessarily mean it hasn't been fifty before. It just means that particular page. Right, because they just created a new page right. for it. And so what you can, you know, and and especially nowadays since. Walmart has the Walmart Plus app. There are a lot of other retailers out there who are now doing deals that are overlapping before, during, and after um, uh, Amazon is to compete. So they might have similar, if not better, prices on some stuff. Because uh, Amazon can research. cut the cost on the Amazon stuff, but other retailers right. might have an advantage somewhere else. So do your research. Also, use Amazon's wish list, the Amazon, the wish, li- wish list, watch, and wait list tools, because anything that you might want, Put it in there. Like, especially with Christmas, when I'm thinking about Christmas ideas, I put them all in a list, and that way I get alerts when the price changes. And just for for somebody who pours over these things all the time, use Review Meta. There's a couple other ones. Uh, there's another one that was pretty big. I think it's gotten kind of dicey now. But basically what it'll do is it'll, it'll, t- it'll analyze the reviews left on products. So there could be like 500 reviews, and they all have, it's like four and a half stars, five stars overall. But if you've if you've ever gone through and looked at those reviews, it it's clearly not even for the product you're looking at. Or they're very obviously sponsored reviews. Right. This will go through and kind of do a general idea of like, hey, a lot of these look fake. A lot of these have like signs that they're just either not from like reputable copy people. And pasted bots, right. you name it. So they'll give you an adjusted score, like, hey, this is the score it got. But after pruning the reviews, this is the score it has now. Um 
as always, just kind of look at stuff so it's not the end-all, be-all. Some reviews might be good, some reviews might be bad. Just kind of look at it and see. It just gives you a better feel for what you're actually looking at. Um, I I love that. That yep. website's pretty solid. Right. So uh, make good Prime Day choices, everybody. Yes. Yeah, do your research. Don't buy the first thing you see. Our last headline for the day is uh, Game Pass. Yes. <gasps> October Game so Pass is out. Very excited. A lot of good stuff, as usual. Uh, Outer Worlds is there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't Always recommend there, it enough. Yeah. It's kind of like a mix between Fallout and... Uh, Borderlands and it's a bunch. It's of just stuff. a delightful game. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely recommend playing Outer Worlds if you haven't. It's free on Game Pass right now. Download it, play it. You will have a good time. One that I'm excited about is Doom Eternal. I haven't played it. I, I do kind of waiting play for that. it. Yeah. Um, Gears Five has been there for a while. Yeah. Dead Cells is really good. If you get a chance, I've, I've heard good I've, things. I've heard it's good and infuriating. It is. Is it, it Dark Soulsy or like a roguelike? It is. Sort of, I think. Yeah, it, it's kind of it. It's a platformer. Okay. Um, that has a real cult following. It's very similar. I kind of like it's. It's got like a Castlevania, Metroid feel kind oh, of sort so of. So it's Metroidvania, okay. which is weirdly enough a genre. Oh, it is. It? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Metroidvania okay. is a genre. <laughs> okay. A genre, yeah. Um, and it's on Xbox and PC. Um, and with the Switch, it. I believe. Yep. Um, really, really cool. Really, really pretty. Um, speaking of pretty, me, not really. <laughs> Destiny 2 is out on Game Pass. Oh, boy, have I been enjoying me some Destiny Greg, 2. <laughs> you and I have such a checkered history with Destiny. <laughs> You're back played into it, it again, day boys. One. Played Destiny since day one. We and So we've played the hell out of it. Every time. You and I combined probably have about a thousand hours into it. Well, I know, I know a couple years ago, uh, I was unemployed for a month, so all I did was play Destiny 2. And I got so goddamn sick of it. <laughs> like, yep. So you take a couple months off and hop right back into it. I won't yeah. spoil it for you, but go give it a try because everything is in, on there for free now. Yep. All of the expansions and everything is included with, with Game Pass. With Game Pass, yeah, you have to have Game Pass. And then, lastly, Age of Empires two, one of my absolute oh, favorites. Not only has it been upgraded classic. for 4K, it has been they've added some new missions and side quests and expansion stuff on it. Too, they sure so. have. I also am going to just toss this out there for anybody who likes Age of Empires 2. Uh, Crusader Kings 3, the new game from Paradox, just came out, and it is available on Game Pass now. I highly recommend checking it out. You can have Ancestral Kingdom run by a horse. You could. You could also eat the Pope. <laughs> wow. It's not a joke. You actually can. All right. <laughs> So that's headlines. We did it. Weird news of the week. Welcome to Weird News of the Week, our second part of the episode where we each have brought to the table something weird from this week. Mm. And I'm going to do mine real quick. Okay. All okay. Right. okay. Just a quick overview. I'm ready. Let's My do it. Weird News of the Week is about OpenAI's GPT-3, uh, which is an AI model, and it is one that uh, can create poems and stories and songs and it's these are all kind of parlor tricks but the big thing that it's doing is that they're developing new text and image models that can generate images given a certain caption so if you give the computer a caption it'll generate an image if you get a chance to see the images they are disturbing because it still can't quite render things so they're kind of out of a horror movie uh, but Basically, GPT-3 is part of what's known as a transformer group, which started with Google's BERT. And BERT is responsible for a lot of the, the Google search engine results um, and things like that. Ah. Uh, yeah. Oh God. Horrifying. I hate it. So the top left one here is two people play video games on a couch. 
No, it's not. Like, okay. Yeah. And so the idea behind this, it, it's still really rough, but the reason why it's so important, and well, it's weird because of this. Yes, this is horrifying. Horrifying yeah. collage pictures. Uh, but what's interesting is that the long-term implication was that in putting these into robots can have them better understand their visual surroundings. So if you're giving it more of a visual link between phrases and the world around it, you're getting much closer to robots being able to interact with human beings and understand surroundings and help. And it'll probably be stuff that's going to move into, you know, automated cars and that kind of thing. Uh, so you're allowing them to think better by allowing it to generate images for you based on these pieces of text. So that's my weird story of the week. That's pretty weird. That is pretty weird. Those pictures are on God damn, they're terrifying. Who's got a weirder one? Uh, I don't know if mine qualifies as weirder, so we'll... Uh, Yours we'll, is definitely interesting. It, yeah, mine's, mine's, int- mine's, mine's weird in a positive way. There's a new tool being developed. I believe it is currently in, at a university in Binghamton University in New York. They worked with Intel to develop a, to develop a tool called Fake Catcher. What that'll do is it has the ability to spot when a deep fake is created on something. Because in a video, I guess, invisible to the human eye, the video is the people will have um, a heartbeat on it. Um, similar to like what app, the Apple Watch does. They kind of just take a, an imper- imperceptible change in your skin tone as your your heartbeat so they use this tool to discover what the heartbeat is and in a deep fake it's erratic and it's weird it has a lot of highs lows whatever it's just not accurate and it's not something that is easily able to be right because the skin tone that you're masking over the real person is not consistent with how that actor's body is currently right it's not it doesn't which will be good because you're seeing a lot of people get into you know a lot of celebrities having issues with them being used in adult videos you know Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff so they're hoping that this software can help remove some of that yeah because like deep fakes when used for when used properly for entertainment are are great awesome but they can be used maliciously Yep. Uh, and what's her, what's his face? Um, a couple of years ago, Jordan Peele. Yeah, did the, uh, he actually showed he he pretended to be Barack Obama and gave a speech, which he he had already done his impression of Barack Obama during their show and all this and that. So they literally made a deep fake about it. you couldn't even tell the difference. It was terrifying. Um, so in, in entertainment purposes, it's great. I'm glad they have a way to catch them for bad things. Right. Yeah, I would say it's weird. I'd say it's hopeful. The weird thing is what people use deep fakes for. So that's right. We're eliminating it's definitely the weird. good to have this tool to help prevent the problem that you know will come up if right. these become more mainstream. Thanks, Ryan. Let's get weird. Yeah. Again. Speaking of weird. All right. So my weird story that I brought on is for a new piece of technology that was developed by uh, the project is called Arc A R Q U E, and what it is is it's an animatronic tail. Effectively modeled after like a cat's tail, tiger tail, dog tail, you name it, where this or a monkey tail. The sole purpose is to uh, assist with balance and help you move around, be more agile. There's a, a solid picture of it because they just re- announced it about two weeks ago or so. Um, so the whole purpose of it is to assist with the balance, but you wear this harness and it has sensors built into it where it'll trigger one of the four muscles in the tail to react. 
Uh, and it is just a prototype. They go about it in the article on CNN. Um, and it was developed by a team of students at the university in Tokyo. Uh, and they said that their goal with it is to assist people in the medical field with uh, balance issues or muscle disorders or even elderly people who have a hard time walking or getting around easily. Um, right now it's in a prototype phase, though. It only has the four muscles. They want to add more to it. Uh, to make it react faster, because in the demonstration video that they showed, you can see that it reacts. There's a there's a delay in the reaction because it can't quite react fast enough. But that's an example of the harness, and it runs based off of an air compressor. Is all it really is. They go into more detail in the video and show you how the harness actually functions and everything. But it's super cool, and it'll definitely help a lot of people in the medical field. So the fact that there's a team out there who's looking to do something so outside the box yeah it kind of looks like a dinosaur tail almost too right well they in, it was inspired by a seahorse tail believe it or not oh yeah that, that sees that yeah i do remember this coming up once before uh we didn't have a great uh, <laughs> a great time with that guy god it looked familiar <laughs> um, yeah. yeah so this that's guy, a good point this, so this guy, is how it begins huh yep this well is, he had four though yeah so that's when you have too many he's operating so doc ock had four of these monkey tails mm -hmm. um and it worked and out. his had little grabbies on him too yeah there's no there's nothing bad that happened with him at all no no he was fine yeah all right so that was our weird stories of the week weird news of the week all right everybody now uh, it's time for the last part of our episode uh, that we're going to do where we talk about uh stocks uh and just uh, to let everybody know as a disclaimer um none of us are very good with stocks mm. um and if we do own uh, stocks that we talk about, we're going to tell you. Uh, but we've actually brought in our resident stock expert, Ethel. So we'd like to go with... Ethel's Stock Minute, honey. Ooh. All right, Ethel, uh, can you tell us really quick this week, uh, what's looking good and what's, uh, what's sort of down? What are you up on? What are you down on in tech? Oh, honey, I'm up on Take-Two Interactive. And... Uh, I'm down on Mike Run, so uh, sell. All right, thanks, Ethel. Uh, as we said, uh, we will let you know. So I do own some stock in Micron, uh, and I'm selling it all immediately. I do not own stock in Take Two. Uh, so thanks for joining us, Ethel. Thank you, honey. All right. All right, thanks, Ethel, for absolutely nothing. So uh, that was our news report for the week. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please join us uh, the end of this week as we discuss AMD. That will be our deep dive for the week. Uh, we discussed earlier this episode about a lot of the tech giants that are releasing information and new stuff this quarter. So join us on Friday as we discuss uh, AMD's most recent announcements and all the fun stuff that joined, uh, that uh, came out of that. So Tyler's very excited about that. Zen 3. Yep. And that's exactly what we'll be talking about on Friday. So uh, in one word, say goodbye to everybody. Pancakes. Apple crisp. Goodbye. Two words. Ha, 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 ha.